This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. Okay, let's talk about China's sudden ban on Canadian meat imports now. This has rocked the Canadian meat industry. China is a major export market for Canadian meat products, especially pork. Is this China ban fair? How will it impact our industry here? Can the dispute be resolved? Let's talk about all these questions now with my guest, Chris White. He is the president of the Canadian Meat Council. Chris, thank you for coming on. Thanks for having me. Okay, Chris, China announced this ban on Canadian meat products earlier in the week. They say they discovered traces of this banned feed additive. It's banned in China called roctocamine. What is this stuff, roctocamine? Maybe you can tell us that first. Uh, it's called. It's pronounced actually roctopamine. It's a. It's a. It's to help with the muscle growth of uh, of animals. So some countries allow it, and China doesn't. So Canada has a roctopamine free program for pork. Okay, is this drug widely used in Canada? No, not at all. How if it's not used widely in Canada? How is it possible that they the Chinese found it? Well, I think that's part of the investigation that the Canadian Food Inspection Agency has going on right now because there is not supposed to be any product that is exported to China that has it. So the Chinese have identified it. So the question now is, is it, is, did, the project, did the product originate in Canada? And if so, where did it come from? How did it get in? But until we have the results of the CFI investigation, we're in a bit of a holding pattern. Okay. Can the... Uh the Chinese are complaining that the Canadian meat that they received came with a, a, a fake certificate. China Canadian exports of pork to China are supposed to carry an official certificate certifying that the meat is free of this drug. Does does that make sense to you that they would receive meat from Canada with a with a fake certificate? No, and I you know certainly in our experience with uh, the, you know if you consider the volumes of product that Canada exports. This is, uh, as best as anyone can identify, one of the first incidents where fraudulent certifications have ever been identified, and that is also part of the CFIA investigation. And as you may have noted yesterday, uh, the government has got both the RCMP and Canada Border Service assisting them with that investigation. Yeah, and you mentioned earlier that this particular drug, ractocamine, is not widely used in Canada. It's legal in Canada, though, right? The industry could use it if they wanted to? They could, for sure. Yeah, how come they don't use it? Well, because China is such an important export market, and China doesn't want it in their product, so they don't use it for that reason. Oh, okay, therefore, is it possible that this meat that the Chinese received, if it, if it had this stuff in it, Maybe it didn't come from Canada. Is it possible it came from somewhere else? Well, that's certainly, I think, part of the investigation that CFIA uh, is looking at. They're looking at all possible avenues, and that certainly is one of those uh, one of those things that they're looking at for sure. Okay, what does this mean for the industry here in Canada? Well, I mean, in short term, uh, you know, we know our officials at the political and the bureaucratic levels are talking to their counterparts in China, um, and, you know, companies are looking to identify other markets where they can send their products, and everyone is hoping that the shutdown doesn't, the temporary suspension doesn't last too long. Did, did you guys get any kind of heads up or see this coming? Because I, I, I note that the China complained to Canadian authorities about this nearly two weeks ago. Did they advise you guys this was going on? 
No, but they wouldn't advise, you know, they wouldn't advise a trade association. They yeah. certainly, I would imagine, uh, have made their concerns to government for government. And certainly, I, you know, CFA was aware of it, and they were doing what they could to begin to provide Chinese officials with documentation and with evidence. Um, so, you know, we'll have to see how the investigation unfolds. But the investigation is taking place in real time. Yeah, and what's your gut instinct on it, Chris? I mean, given the fact that this particular drug banned in China, but as you say, not widely used in Canada anyway, what are the odds? Do you like? Do you have a gut feeling on what on what this is about? I mean, maybe this meat came from somewhere else. Would that be your guess? Well, I wouldn't want to speculate, but all I would say yeah. is that Canada has a very robust uh, system, and those that produce product for export are very, very judicious in terms of what goes into their product. So I'm hoping at the end of the day it's not uh, it's not Canadian product, but until we have the, the results, you know, I, I can't speculate, but we're quite confident in in the system that Canada has, in the inspection system that Canada has. Right. How much meat do we sell to China? Uh, well, on the beef side this year, the exports are trending towards about 100 million, and on the pork side... Uh, we're at about uh, five, between five and six hundred million so far. Wow, wow, that's a lot. This is an important market for Canada, right? Yeah. So on the pork side, uh, China is our third largest export market, and on beef, it's our fifth largest export market. Okay. Do you have any suspicion or fear that this is kind of a a, a political thing that's going on? I mean, there have been conflicts between Canada and China ever since last year when Canadian authorities arrested that Meng Wanzhou, that Chinese tech executive in Vancouver, and things have been going downhill ever since then. I mean, my goodness, they even they even buzzed one of our warplanes out in the ocean there this week. So uh, do you have any fear or suspicion that maybe you guys are kind of innocently been caught up on this? You know, it's hard to say. I think that's why we're, you know, you've got Christian Freeland, you've got the Prime Minister, you've got the Minister of International Trade. I think they're looking at it from all possible angles. And from our perspective, we're just working closely with uh, the Department of Agriculture and CFIA to give them whatever information we can have to help them with the investigation. Right, right. So you guys are fully cooperating. You, you want this resolved quickly, I imagine. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. How can we, how can we fix this, do you think? What, what needs to be done? Well, I think, you know, uh, we just, we're just we in a bit of a holding pattern because a lot of the investigation, uh, you know, it's a CFIA-led investigation, but the fact that the RCMP Canada border services are engaged, I think that gives an indication as to how seriously the government is taking it and how they're trying to expedite whatever information, whatever evidence that they can uh, provide to the Chinese to give them some assurance that the product did not originate from Canada. If Canadians, if we were allowed to inspect this this meat that the Chinese are worried about, or worried about, or complaining about, and take a look at this so-called fake certificate, do you think that they could uh, get to the bottom of it? Well, I'm confident they will. Uh, it's yeah. just you know now that you've got the RCMP and Canada border involved, that's just um, that's just another element, and you know you have to make sure that they're comfortable with the findings as well before. CFIA would release them to the Chinese. But yeah, if, if this drags on, I hope it's resolved quickly for you, Chris. If it drags on, could it result in any job losses in Canada? Uh, I think it's hard to say because without knowing what other markets might open up for Canadian product, how quickly those markets would open up, 
Uh, I wouldn't want to speculate on job loss. And I know that the companies that are directly affected are already looking at other markets for their products. So yeah. Yeah, I, I, wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't know at this point. What other markets could we possibly ship to? Could we, could we sell more to the Americans or something? Possibly the Americans, uh, possibly some other Asian countries. Um, it just depends. Some of it may just come back to Canada uh, and it'll be used for rendering. Um, but the, you know, the, beef, the beef guys are looking at their markets and the pork guys are looking at their markets and seeing where there's an opportunity to, to export. Chris, thanks for coming on. Thanks very much. That's Chris White, president of the Canadian Meat Council.